Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts, bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. How you doing, Akila? I'm good. How are you, Ma? Welcome back. I did a solo episode without you. It felt strange. <laughs> I'm used I to mean, I'm used to your banner. Oh well, you know. <laughs> everybody's used to that at some point with me. So uh let's uh tell the audience what this show is all about. This is gonna be an interesting show because this is something Akila and I are very familiar with. We're going to do a two-part series on the dynamics of the mother-daughter relationship and how it can impact your wellness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Uh, that's a good one. So we're going to discuss uh, how to strengthen it as well as our own personal relationships to see if you can relate. Uh, we know that you can. So we'll be right back after this break. Brown Women Wellness mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, functional nutrition wellness coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Not all mother-daughter relationships are close. Did you know that? I'm sure (laughs) they did. Yeah, I used to think that if you were a mother and your mother and daughter, it was just automatically you were close. But I actually have and know of people who are not close with their mother. I know daughters that are not close with their mother. Case in point, uh, I think Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's uh, one of the, uh, I can't remember, one of the cast members has no relationship at all with her mother. I think that's Kenya. Yeah, she tried to bring a mother on to on the show, if I'm not mistaken, and it just didn't work. But I personally know of some strained relationships. Do you, Keila? Oh, yeah, I know a lot of them. Okay, so... I know a lot of them. So is it an oxymoron? Uh, is it all of them close? No. So some daughters uh, and mothers' relationships have a very stressful and some of them just don't exist at all. 
So you find daughters who find themselves away from their mothers. They need to get away from their mother to fully find out who they are. And then you have some mothers who just don't know how to communicate with their daughters. And it's really weird, but it happens. And I know for myself, Akila and I, we have been very, very close. I think I remember uh, one of the things that bonded, that I fell upon to was the fact that I did breastfeed her, believe it or not. And I know that sounds weird, but uh, I've heard many times that moms who breastfeed their children are very, very close to their children, seem to be a little closer than bottle-fed kids. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to say that's true. But for me, I remember I breastfed uh, Akilah until she had teeth. Oh, Emma. You say <laughs> this hate, all the time. I know you hate hearing me say yeah, that. <laughs> but I did. And so anyway, uh, I think that that helps with uh, closeness of a relationship. And, and also, we have to mention the fact that the absentee fathers, uh, are, there are a lot of, in some relationships when you have an absentee father, you find the mother and the daughter, if it's they are the only child, that's also a case for closeness, which is the case for me and Akila. Uh, we have um, we one of the reasons I am her her main I was her main parent throughout most of her life. So obviously that made us very, very close. Do you agree, Akila? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. So I think I think that um, I think it's interesting because sometimes um, mothers and daughters who are close, well, every every child parent has their own set of issues, no matter how close or how distant it may be. Um, and I think that when it comes to health, when you don't have a good mother daughter relationship or a good relationship with your parent or vice versa. Um, especially moms, because, I mean, it's a different dynamic than with, you know, uh, a parental figure or a father figure, I should say, excuse me. But I just think that I am uh, happy that we were close and I'm happy that we were able to create and establish uh, the bond that we have. And I think that it's allowed um, a particular set of like resources and skills and, and nurturing and a different perspective um, for me than if I was not to be close to you. And I, and I think that, cause I know a few people who aren't close with their moms and it's different. It's just a different dynamic. Doesn't make anything right or wrong. It's just different. But I think that we should talk about like, uh, some of the differences between how being close with your, your mother can affect your well-being and how being distant can affect your well-being. Sure. And of course, I think um, now there is a such thing as too close too because you have some web, some daughters uh, they can't find out who they fully are because they kind of metamorphose into their mother. They're not giving themselves enough space to find out who they are because they are so close to their mother, and they try. You know, it's it could be a just you need to have space so that you can develop on your own. Uh, so there is such thing as maybe being too close. Uh, we would call that codependency. Codependency. Okay, that's a good word. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, spectrum you have uh, 
the distance with uh, some mothers who are just extremely distant from their daughter. And I'm sure that this has to be affect uh, the way the daughter sees himself. Uh, so that that is one of the things that we there's a there has to be a healthy balance is what I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, that should should exist. And then I'm going to talk about another point, too. So we could move off of that one is sometimes we mothers think we have to be perfect for our daughters. I call it the Claire Hustable syndrome. Uh, <laughs> well, we have to have it together all the time, you know. So and I think some of that comes from unresolved feelings of guilt to be the perfect mom you know, yeah. for their daughters. And, and, you know, and, and actually, you know, it's elusive because imperfections are really opportunities, I would think, for our daughters to grow up because we're not perfect. But uh, guilt has us thinking that we should be perfect. And I think we need to show the real self, you know, to our daughters so that they will understand that we are not perfect and we have to figure things out ourselves because we figure things out for us to make us a better mom. I remember growing up, uh, you never, <laughs> you never really shared any kind of like outwardly, like about your life before me. I used to find out things either as it was happening to me or you would just randomly say something. I'd be like, wait a minute. Like it just never dawned on me that you actually had like a life before me because you just never <laughs> talked about it like that. And I remember just ha listening to you one day, like, well, what? Well, why didn't why didn't you just tell me this before? Like, I'm going through certain things, and you didn't already went through that, and all this and all that. And it's just it it does behoove parents. And I I mean I'm not a parent, but based off of my observation, it just I I like the relationships where I see parents being relatable to their kids. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, that larger than life figure and that superwoman figure is, is, it's kind of detrimental as you become older and as you start to form opinions and, and things of that nature around, you know, what it means to be a parent and also your own parent. So to see, as I got in my twenties is when I started to see you in a different light. Um, as you've told like, oh, me, okay. you told me many times. Uh, Cause I do. She's absolutely right. I would share stories with her. I waited sometimes with moms. I think at least with me, you know, you want to share the story at the right time. And maybe we don't even know what the right time is to share the story, but um, you did. She expressed it to me many times. Uh, Mom, did you go through this? So now I've learned to in her adult life, of course, she knows almost everything, but in her younger life, you're right. Um, that's that, that's that, Mom, we think we have to be just good enough, you know, the perfect mom. It just does not exist, okay? And I, I know that now. You know, you learn later down the road. Here's another point that we should discuss, and that's the teen years. You know, uh, we call the teen years the hell years. Because <laughs> yeah. the question comes up, what happened to that sweet little girl that we had, you know? Uh, mood mm -hmm. swings. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me just say this. Let me just yes. say this real quick. I think it's important for uh, moms, parents to understand something, right? When I was coming up as a teenager, it's completely different, obviously, than how these kids are coming up now. But I think with parents, sometimes they forget that they were teenagers too, and I think they forget empathy. And I think that they, I think that parents 
are so gung ho on trying to be stern and set rules and all that, that they lose sight that kids are individuals too. And, and a lot of times, you know, going through that preteen, adolescent, you know, your body's changing, your mind is changing, your environment is changing. You got to deal with other nasty, snot-nosed, stupid kids and all other kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just a lot. And, and as a parent, if you're not, if you're not leading with understanding and, and changing up your, your, your approach, and always, because you used to be that. She, Andretta used to be, she used to try to be like this iron fist or just like very strict kind of stern parent with no type of like empathy or relation unless it was like something that she deemed as like, I guess, serious or whatever well, the case may be. Well, l- l- let me come to but my defense. But that didn't work. That didn't work for my teenage <laughs> Can uh, I come principles. to my defense? Let me come to my defense. So I think what happens is Everybody, you hear all these rumors about what's going to happen when you become a teenager, especially teenage girls. So you you kind of draw the battle lines early. You know, you'd be like, oh, Lord, they're getting ready to become teenagers. I'm getting ready. It's getting ready to be a mess. I'm getting ready to, uh, what am I going to have to deal with? I think we already come with a preconceived notion. And so, and we do, you're right. We probably forget about the hormones and the peer pressure and the emotions that, you know, at that time I realized that you're trying to figure out who you are. And so it becomes a battle with the moms because, you know, we get kind of caught in the crossfire. (laughs) We get caught in the crossfire, all those emotions and all of the peer pressure and all the hormones. And a lot of moms really don't know how to deal with it, or we deal with it maybe incorrectly. Uh, but, uh, I'll just put it to you like this. We did survive it, right, Keela? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> one of the things, too, is that it always seems worse than what it actually is. And, and you know, in hindsight, I wasn't, listen, I was a typical teenage uh, girl in, in every sense of the word. Now, I could have been a lot worse, and the situation could have been a lot worse. I know situations that were a lot worse. But I think one thing that held through was that we still were, I still held a, a reverence and a closeness to you. It's just that I had my own stuff going on and, you know, you just was not really kind of seeing it on my end of things. So, I mean, but listen, my advice for anybody that's listening that has um, uh, a daughter and their mother that, you know, you guys are close. I would say just looking back on our closeness and our our relationship is just to be more open with your child. If you're not, you'd be surprised. Kids be listening and learning and observing and absorbing. And they they may or may not say nothing, but they watch everything you do. And I just find that, like, say what you want, but Jada Pinkett Smith and her relationship with, like, Willow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can call it, I mean, Willow is about, what, 18 now or something like that, but she was always, which I like, was just very much so straightforward, open, and honest about life and being an individual with Willow, which, you know, people kind of like had their thoughts and opinions on it, but I personally like that standpoint. Um, So yeah, just try different approaches if you don't find things that are working. And it'll all balance itself out. And for the and for the young ladies who may be listening who are distant from their mother, that's okay. Listen, 
I think that everything has a season and its timing. And I feel like if you, if it's a problem for you, which it probably is, uh, I am always going to be a proponent for therapy so that, you know, you can balance out whatever that is that's going on with you, why you're not close with your mom or whatever the case may be. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic mother daughter relationships. It is, and we're going to actually share more in part two. Uh, we shared a lot today, and we would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode yes. uh, because I'm sure that you do have thoughts. Uh, we're going to go more into the adult relationship of the mother and daughter in part two. We're going to discuss a few more dynamics between mothers and daughters in the next episode, so stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the next podcast episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors, and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.